1: Welcome to the Raw Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by the Dudley Boys of What Culture, Michael Hamblet and Michael Sidgwick to look ahead to tonight's episode of Monday Night Raw. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing. Make sure you subscribe to What Cool Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review Raw, but also SmackDown, NXT, Dubai, oh, oh. AW, Rampage pay per views. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a video quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, they're joined by Hamlet and Sidrick to look ahead to Monday night. Hey, maybe she'll defend a 24 7 championship tonight. Who knows? Uh, but how are you feeling ahead tonight, tonight's <laughs> show, Hamlet?
2: Uh, I'm feeling better for this preview than I am this episode of Raw. It's nice to have lots on the docket. It's nice that most of your bullet points aren't you dragging, copy, kicking and screaming from WWE.com. They're actual matches, they're actual angles, they're developments in typically the time of year where absolutely nothing happens in WWE. So I'm not sure how this has occurred, but I can't believe we've got actual events and things to discuss. I feel spoilt to us not have to be putting that clock on that says 20 minutes, knowing that you get the mid roll lad and then getting the fuck out of here because Raw's actually got things going on?
3: Uh, I don't care. That <laughs> tends to happen. I don't really get Look, it's a newsworthy show, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, every time I see a cage, I still get worked by a cage. Yeah, the music. And you think like, oh, it's a steel cage. Cool. It's a spectacle. And then you see Biggie being a coward and like, running away and climbing after three minutes and you think ah oh, for sake. <laughs> so that'll piss. Me. It's like we always say, well, maybe specifically, because we got sometimes cruel about her. Whenever to this day I hear Natalia's music, I go, ah, it's Brett! And I go, ah, oh, it's just Natalia. <laughs> <laughs> I have the exact same feeling with the cage. I'm like, oh, steel cage, and then you'll see Big E trying to climb after two minutes like a coward, and you think, oh Christ, I can't do anything. Can I? <laughs> they can't do baby faces, they can't do cage matches. But hey, there's going to be a match that, um, you know, probably won't go to a finish, but it's a different new title match, so that's something. Mm. So yes, we've
1: got a steel cage match tonight, the night after two cage matches at War Games. There's another cage match on NXT tomorrow. And as Hamlet pointed out, there was two ladder matches on NXT last week.
3: I would prefer it if Alex Riley was behind all of the cages in a Photoshop <laughs> shop rather than have to watch that many in succession. I don't rather watch succession, actually. It's really Ooh, Yeah. yeah uh, So who do you reckon wins this steel cage then? Because obviously
1: Owens used his swipes uh, to get Seth Rollins to get involved in his match and therefore it's now a triple threat at day one, which is looking really good, taking good shape
3: recently, that nah. pay-per-view. What is... The steel cage designed to prevent uh, interference. What happens in every WWE cage match ever? Interference. Who are Big E and Kevin Owens both fooding with? Seth Rollins. Who's going to interfere in the cage match? Seth Rollins? Yes. Is there going to be any blood in the cage match? Oh, no, no, no. Is Big E going to climb out of the cage match and we're going to see loads of boring climbing for about a cumulative three minutes?
1: I, d- I still will say this I still do love the spot that they do every time where they go I'm getting out open the door open the door sign the door in your head
0: yeah so I
3: thought I was going to do that tonight yeah that one million percent oh, a- I just I was I
2: felt like a what culture fan there because I was just really enjoying that bloody good quiz like Cidric is firing in with these <laughs> questions well but I had the answers straight away that was captivating stuff I love that
3: steel cage matches in WWE right suck I hate them We can see the finish from a mile away. It is a blow off um, stipulation that's going to be used here as a story beat en route to the real blow off. The finish the night night
1: before, an actual proper blow off steel cage match on NXT. Not that it matters, not many people are a crossover.
3: Imagine Von Wagner climbing that cage, just had to lift his foot. It's massive.
1: Yeah. He's got (laughs) hard. He's got hard. Von Wagner.
3: I like the way he says Poos Day. Kyle, do you think I'm stupid? Proceeds to do some like really stupid face with his eyes, it's weird. Von Wagner's got long legs. (laughs) Von Wagner. Von Wagner. Von Wagner has got extremely weird energy. Von Wagner. Oh my (laughs) God, Von Wagner. (laughs) He's the weirdest guy, right? (laughs) He'll say something and then he'd be like, right? Whenever I stop talking, the camera stops. So how it works, <laughs> That's not How it works? And he just go like, right, cut. next line, Von Wagner. Uh, I don't want to talk. Saw like an opportunity in Dumtarnet on Tuesday. What we talking about? Lots of climbing. Kevin Owens might do something. daft because tis the season, and by tis the season, I mean it's a day ending, in why he's a lunatic, and. Seth Rollins is going to do the thing. Who is going to stand tall at the end of this? China. Because Biggie. The China spot, which is actually the uh, Von Erich spot, yeah. but still. Biggie
1: hit a big ending on, I think, Seth two weeks ago. To China's was sorry.
3: <laughs> sorry, Dick Flair. <laughs> <laughs> so, Biggie hit a big ending. Two I know it was Terry ago. Gordy. Don't be a nerd. It's just. Rick Flair was in the match and I just like to do the Shane Douglas impression of Rick And then I appreciate Kevin Owens was like, ha ha, I got you last week.
1: So Seth presumably has to stand tall at the end of this, a man not involved in the match. As long as it's not Big E, I think they'll be happy. Yeah. They're all booking him terribly, aren't they, Hamflip?
2: Do you know what I hate now is standing tall? Because nobody stands tall in WWE. Everybody feels about two foot tall. Like this idea that like a segment ends with one person atop it or getting the last word for a week when often they haven't even really earned it or they've done it with a roll-up. You know how you stand tall now is you sit on the ramp. That's mm-hmm. the very opposite. Yeah. That's the literal opposite of standing and being tall. Um, I, might they give this to Kevin Owens? <laughs> like we know he's off, but as usual, we can't analyze this from a narrative point of view. So we look at the real life permutations instead. And Kevin Owens is very obviously losing, if, if he's going, and we're still to assume he's leaving. He's losing his programme on the way out. Um, But because we know that that's kind of been a problem throughout, it's never really felt like Kevin Owens is going to win the title. There's no tension to it whatsoever. Might they, in all their lack of infinite wisdom, think, well, it's a cage match. Big E's not going to get pinned. Big E's going to crawl out the door. Seth Rollins, as you've said, is going to come out, do the door in the face, and then leave thinking the job is done and let Owens roll out for some greater good Seth Rollins nonsense, and then Kevin Owens gets a win that somehow, in their mind, I'm talking strictly in their mind, not ours, builds tension that anybody can win on any given night, something like that. Because if you beat Kevin Owens here, even in a cage match, it's just further added to this idea that he's there as the designated loser at the pay-per-view.
1: Yeah, I can see that happening. I hope Big E is victorious here, but... Like you say, we're we're weeks weeks away from the pay-per-view and they, I suppose, want to give him some agency rather than just being a sneaky bastard who's tricked his way into a triple threat, basically.
3: Yeah, I mean, what's what's happening here is that last week, Seth Rollins got outsmarted to the benefit of Kevin Owens. We're going to see a reversal there. Big E's just going to exist in the ring. (laughs) Um, Seth Rollins is going to get payback from the fallout of the cage match. If I slam the door in his head, I don't know why we spent seven minutes talking about the door and getting slammed in I've his got to get 20 minutes.
1: Uh, right, okay. Next question. surrounds <laughs> the women's match you alluded to there, Sige. Uh, Liv Morgan challenging Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Championship. Can she become champ? No. Well, this is why you see, why I've gone quite long on that first question because this is the opening question on our podcast notes. So if people will go, oh, can, can she? And then, and then you just say no, which is true, but, you know.
3: <laughs> I wouldn't book it like this, but I'm trying to put myself in the position of a WWE writer or Vince or whoever, right? The way to book this, dot, 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 if you're them, is Liv Morgan gives Becky Lynch such a run for her money mm-hmm. in a stature-enhancing performance, Right that Becky Lynch towards the end of the match has a bit of a wobble and thinks, Christ, I've been taken to my limit here. And the worst thing is, is <laughs> that the finish won't do any of this any favours because I expect Becky Lynch's performance in doing this and selling the threat of Liv Morgan will actually be good. But what's going to happen is Liv Morgan's going to take a lot of the match. It's going to be apparent that maybe just on this night, if not any other, Liv Morgan could in fact beat Becky Lynch. And Becky Lynch is either going to take the intentional count out Judging by the rate at which WWE enjoys doing this kind of booking, it'll be like 45 minutes. Yes. 45 minutes, and then after 45 minutes, Becky Lynch is going to take a count out or an intentional DQ, and then what I was going to say is an authority figure can come out and go, well, that's not the way we do things around here. You're going to have another match at day one, but no disqualifications or count outs. But the authority figures are heels now. So, maybe the, the other authority figure who makes the matches that are fair to the baby faces, who isn't seen, just it's going to be an unfinished that leads to a rematch at uh, day one, yeah. which Becky will probably win, rendering all of this pointless.
1: Yeah, any sort of title shots around this time of year, I sense. I mean, not mid card title shots in that. and of
3: itself, but when they do nothing with Liv Morgan, then it will reveal to have been pointless.
2: I actually think they might even go one further than that. I think they might open the show with this as the unexpected opener because they can't be separated backstage. So the authority figures send them out there at the ring. They have the better part of 10 minutes of a match or something. And then chaos again. And it, everything breaks down and everything sort of, it's a double count out or a double disqualification or whatever. And that same authority figure, let's say it was Sonny Deville, that sent them out there in the first place is now saying, no, we get a winner tonight conclusively, and it's going to be in the main event of Monday Night Raw. So we so can say, well, what was your original main event? Oh, a fucking cage match. Nobody cares about that. And they do the match twice on Raw and then do that finish. And that gets us to day one. So that'll be the third time we've had it. They've done this with stuff before that they know mm-hmm. that people have an actual interest in, where they've had it cross over multiple segments if they thought it could benefit the number. Becky Lynch is one of the few stars they've got left. Uh Liv Morgan... Is in the process of alienating the people that think she can be a big deal so they best make the most of that while they still can um, so yeah i think that'll be dragged out across multiple segments of raw tonight
1: i think liv morgan's gonna leave as role women's champion tonight mm-hmm. for the sake of the copy yeah exactly
2: okay <laughs> life is full of what ifs some awesome like what if ai could fold your laundry
1: One of the things I'm avidly excited about tonight,
2: whatever he damn well pleases, because last week he was the most convincing blind man in all of professional wrestling. Um, then no good homework copying thugs on rampage, just trying to do what AJ Styles already did on Monday. So, what's he going to do next to innovates that gets stolen by Wednesday or Friday night?
3: (laughs) You know, commentary next week on Dynamite. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Are we winning? Are we winning? (laughs) I kind of see. Get (laughs) it?
2: I did um I did the sort of you know the big uh why I sell for back (laughs) with both eyes being gone. Um whatever it is this week, uh it's not gonna be as good as last week. And I wish that wasn't the case. I love AJ. I kind of love this. But the outcome is always going to be more boring than last week's step on the journey. It was going to be AJ and Almas versus Street Profits, and that's fine. Um, but nothing's going to be as entertaining as last week was, I don't think. Maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe AJ's I think, been me a I of think, freedom here. I think they're going to have some more fun with this.
1: I think it's not going to be as funny as last week, because last week... You know when WWE finds something funny and goes, oh, right, let's ruin that? This is the first step on that. They don't ruin it necessarily the next week, By the third week is normally dead. So I think this week... I've genuinely given this time to, to think about it. Uh, uh, what was the big thing last week? AJ Styles jumped up on the apron, got knocked off, and almost just looked at him really disappointed. I think almost no shows tonight because he's just so, like, conflicted or whatever you want to say about, oh, I can't believe you go and do something like that. So now we get Styles with a prop, whether it's a comedy stick that he, I don't know, accidentally clips someone in the balls with or a dog. Something like that, I feel like he could really make the most out of.
3: If he maintains the shtick, it's the idea that there's a slow dissension between himself and a Moss. Mm. Maybe he can like realize that our oh, Moss didn't look impressive me last week, and he's the last guy I don't want to get on the bad side of. So he can like not go to the ring in case something like this happens again, and he can just wander around the adventures of AJ Styles walking around backstage trying to uh, um, find a dressing room or something? Yeah.
2: I've been watching a lot of... um, I need
3: to trace my scarves.
2: What was I doing before? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I've watched a lot of Kirby Enthusiasm lately. So that's probably where this has come from. Could AJ utilise the uh, assistance dog this week and then have the dog bite his penis?
3: (laughs) Wendy!
1: Wendy! (laughs) Oh, like my gonna get a new- styles.
3: That better have been a goddamn dog in here. <laughs> can, you know, that could be my wife, my god, or my dog. <laughs> my wife, <laughs> my God, or my dog. <laughs> my God can buy my penis. <laughs> <laughs> if we <he's> so live. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: Right, what are we talking about? Edge on <laughs> Miss TV. This will try to be as funny as this, but it won't. What are you saying? It's just you. Toots. Uh Right, Edge on Miss TV. What do you reckon?
3: Uh, I mean, let's go back to 2011 when I might care about something like this. So
0: that
3: one. <laughs>
1: um, I think Beth's going to come out and stand by her man now she's not got that NXT bollocks to worry
3: about. Oh god. I mean, she talks well enough to warrant a spot on the three-hour show. Like I'll say that much. Uh, maybe maybe haven't I. Don't care. I'm expecting some competently delivered shoot season material um where in will sort of, I don't know, Hamlet, you're like you're a Miz guy, help me out.
2: Well, you know how last week, sort of, we talked about homework copying. They were kind of copying AW's homework, weren't they, with me? Oh, with, yeah. Um, you know, with CM Punk and MJF. Maybe they'll just do that again and completely misread the situation, because Beth Phoenix will be out there and Miz will be like, uh, maybe you're just more interested in getting in Beth Phoenix's pants there. And he'll sort of nod and go, yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> more like, Miz will think he's landed a big zinger. I am... Um, I think the mixed tag team match is more interesting than the singles match. Yeah, which is why I'm, which is why I'm wondering if the um, the singles match really at day one only exists to do the mixed tag match at the rumble and potentially write both guys out of the. You know they look for excuses sometimes to get big names out of the rumble and those big names in January don't say. Uh, I appreciate this match. I'd much rather be in that one. Thanks very much. Yeah. Like no, but no, nobody ever brings that up. They've got to take Edge them. out of the
1: rumble, haven't they? Basically,
2: I think so. And I, I wonder if the mix tag is the follow-up from day one. So you do a bit more of this. They've knocked. I don't think they can touch last week's material. I thought that was pretty decent for them. Yeah, Raw last best, week was the,
1: generally pretty good.
2: I just I think it's the best either can do, put it like that, in terms of like landing big zingers or edge rediscovering a little bit of his comedic voice voice or the Miz being the most impactful because he's been gone this long. So it's probably going to be another retread, and it probably won't be as good.
1: Oh, that's had an idea!
3: Oh god, Is you know there are characters in a CBeebies show that say the exact same cadence as you. Do they? <laughs> You're a children's TV presenter.
1: Thanks. So uh, I think we're going to have a back and forth with some kind of crap zingers between these two. And maybe Maurice ends with Maurice kicking Edge in the bollocks or whatever. But at some point, Edge is going to say, come on, look at you and look at me. I know you said, oh, I've been world champion so recently. But you're never going to have a championship again, are you? And then later on in the night, who's walking by herself backstage? Who's the real new star Man Dana,
0: Dana Brooke, Maurice
1: rolls her up. One, two, three. Guess what? The Miz family have got a championship now, Edge, and you haven't got one. Prick. I don't hate that. That's good.
3: That's an <laughs> <good>. all-struck <laughs> the surprise. Yes, all surprise. There you know go, Dad. He's done yeah, some I good
1: booking, hasn't he, boys?
3: Oh, you've ruined it. <laughs> Finally. You can, you can tell
1: that it's I've gone on on right. Edge on the TV World title match. Steel cage match. I need five bullet points. We can get one out of AJ Styles because we really enjoyed that pattern. I need one more from what happened last week. So, Michael Hamflet. Has, uh, has Austin Theory learned from Vince McMahon to expect the unexpected?
2: I was going to say, if he has, he's a smarter man than I'll ever be because it was impossible to figure out what Vince even wanted from him. What did you
1: ask him to, to expect?
2: <laughs> oh, boom, boomer, pants. <laughs> Give me a beating. He, uh, he watched Raw, then he was told off for watching Raw. It was a very lived-in experience, wasn't it? You sit there and you watch more, <laughs> and then at some, at some point, somebody in the show bollocks you for your life choice. Vince was just doing that through Austin Theory. Austin Theory's going to win a match. That's what's going to happen tonight. Austin Theory is again... By a
1: distraction?
2: Uh, yeah, why not? Like, yeah. <laughs> roll up, whatever. Austin Theory's just got this now to the Rumble. They're going to put him in there as a, as a favourite, as a final... F- Maybe not like a favourite to win, but a favourite to do well. Final four, that sort of thing. That's Austin Theory for now before Vince gets bored. It's hard to see him like, not at least making it to the Rumble. But the best thing he had going for him was that selfie pattern. And I wonder if that's already been dropped because Vince got his hands on him. Maybe Vince will want to be on run. Maybe that's the thing for the bullet points that we're kind of missing. It's not about what Austin Theory's learned from him. It's about Vince thinking, oh, I actually quite like this again. And he just wants to come back and get in the mix a little bit. The, the egg helped him find his passion for all of this again. I've got the match. I've got the match. Here you go. Now, Let's go two for 2
1: That's not really big today because we've still got to record the SmackDown review. Okay. So you're not allowed to swear when I suggest this, okay? Well, Michael Hamfler, what if the match is tonight? Austin Theory versus Rey Mysterio. Expect the unexpected. Bit of a distraction. Uh, Austin Theory pins Rey Mysterio. But the real expect the unexpected. So we're Dominic Mysterio Listen. says, it's okay, dad. Come with me up when you go on my shoulders because uh, you got a bit of a leg like, injury or whatever. Up you go. Onto the ramp. You
2: old bastard! Have some of that, you prick! Like we always said, on booyaka, number, baby. Booyaka, booyaka, six one twelve. The sixth of December. <laughs> six one
1: like we, well one two would be the right number, but okay.
2: That's what I meant. Thanks very much. I right, like uh, I misread the date because it's in the on my Apple calendar.
3: <laughs> that, uh, that's just like we always said, six one twelve. <laughs> Follow me at M Sidgwick. Follow Hamlet at Michael Hamlet. Follow me
1: at Adam Wilmore. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. And make sure you join us tomorrow uh, by subscribing to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from. Daily Wrestling Podcast, of course. We've got our reviews of uh, War Games and Rampage and SmackDown on there. Uh, and of course, uh, our review of Raw will be there tomorrow, complete with a five star review. Review if you want to suggest one, subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on iTunes and leave us a five star review on there. But for now, this has been the Raw preview. My well, thanks to the Dadley Boys. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon.